0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the Zone Podcast. And, uh, you know, we're just gonna call it this. I think it was our last episode, but I don't do a good job of, of keeping track. Our 550th episode. Wow. Wow, Let, let's just all give a round of applause. Let's just all give give a round of applause here. Wow, incredible. You know, they always ask me, how do you do it here? how do you how do you keep this thing afloat by having other people and i always tell them by finding other sickos on reddit who just want to waste a little bit of their free time every wednesday night talking on an amateur football podcast so joining me today are, are two of those sickos themselves and wonderful people there's our good friend joe once again joining us from somewhere in uh, lovely Idaho, which we were just talking about. Not so lovely. I I actually consider Idaho to be one of the worst states. uh I haven't Absolutely. I haven't been to a lot of states, but I've been to Idaho, and it is uh I don't know. It's not awe inspiring.
1: Really City tough. Of- Look, like when the guy from Utah is like, "Yeah, man, your state your state's rough."
2: Yeah, I mean Utah is essentially an extension of Idaho, but the the southern half of Idaho is awful uh the northern half is beautiful but full of like racist and neo-nazis yeah. so they're i mean
1: that's just that's just alberta man
2: <laughs> that's just all of alberta yeah,
1: yeah. no it's exactly exactly i mean we got we, you guys don't have like mountains though hey
2: eh? yeah we got tons of mountains yeah we got the mountains you yeah
1: got, okay that's kind of sweet yeah because that's kind of the, the the saving grace of alberta is oh yeah tons of rocky mountains mountain, here the, the rocky mountains are, are absolutely gorgeous uh and honestly the the prairies i i grew up on them there's a nostalgia to them they're kind of boring but they have they have their own sort of beauty you know and like a and maybe in the sense that i would rather see it in a painting than out my window but i can i can appreciate it
0: the lovely voice you've just heard there is of course brad sonnenberg welcome back to the podcast brad you have been ducking us for about a month i have not been ducking
1: there's been no ducking all right i gotta clear some things up because i've been listening to most of the episodes that you have put out in my absence, okay, and there's some passive aggression and some accusations coming out of you, Eric. And I, I understand that you are a hot take artist and this is your sport, and you are a, a, a professional at, at, at such a such a subject. But I have not been ducking you, okay. I am a a very busy man, okay. I, I did not ask uh, to, oh, have the thrust, a to have busy man to have thrust upon me. The responsibilities that my life entails. And I do not think that grants me any sort of superiority, but it does grant me an excuse for being very, very busy. Okay. So when I am unable to attend the end zone podcast, a podcast which I care for very dearly. In fact, if it is your baby, I am its uncle. Okay.
0: Uh I'm an absentee that, uncle,
1: then. I'm not, I'm no, 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 no. I am I'm like the fun uncle, and maybe. Maybe that uncle has to travel for work, but that very rich uncle gives you the best Christmas presents, okay? That very rich uncle is your favorite uncle. He's not the uncle that makes you feel a little weird. This is not Uncle Mason, okay? You know, Uncle Mason's trying to get you to sit on his lap, you know? No, 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 no. This is Uncle Brad, and and Uncle Brad brings—and I love Uncle Mason. Uncle Mason's probably my favorite, okay? But he's always kind of pushing his, his chocolates on you, you know? uncle brad maybe he misses some oh god
0: god forbid someone pushed their
1: delicious edibles on me and and misses some uh uh uh, family gatherings okay but that doesn't mean that uncle loves you any less it doesn't mean that uncle's avoiding you okay uncle is out there making money to buy you a better christmas present
0: then why don't you have a microphone cable
1: (laughs) uncle i told you uncle's busy he's traveling (laughs)
0: <laughs> there's yeah, no money left. you got, left. All, you've got it, all this I,
1: money, mother. I spent it all on getting you a like a like a little toy car. Okay, there's no money for the ox cord. But I don't have a toy car. I'm here now. Listen, listen, listen. I'm here now. Okay, I I I have come just for you. I cleared up this Wednesday just for you. Uncle's here now. Don't you worry. Let's talk some football instead instead of just so just hurling false accusations at me. I kind of like of, hurling of, false of accusations, of, don't you, Joe? I,
0: oh yeah
2: again going back to idaho that's all idaho does
0: (laughs) we're we're big fans of throw hurdling uh false accusations well of course brad well i hope you plan on coming back in like two weeks and then a week break and then a week after because our teams will be playing each other and i will will not be missing I, i expect you for both those weeks
1: yeah listen listen well, you need to understand. I will be there, but I have transcended football on some level. Okay, oh. I have experienced. Oh wow, Joe, people, did you give that? I've not transcended, transcended football, football in the sense that I'm, but as a as a fan, as as a spectator of the sport, I adore do. You the think sport. you're bigger I, than I the not, national football league? Miss it. No, but what you need to understand is that I have been to the mountaintop. Okay, did you think? Do you think Moses was hauling his ass up there asking for like ten more commandments? No, he's seen them. He's held the, the, I don't, I don't know. He's he got the big rock, and I've seen it, man. My Chiefs, we've reached the mountaintop twice, okay, twice, pretty recently. Like it adds to, like it takes away the existential dread of being a football fan. So it's like I, I don't quite have the same, the same worry and fear. So when I'm watching these games, no result truly pains me because I have read the good word of salvation, and that good word is going to have to be preached today because I know you're going to be on your little thing about Russell Wilson stats look kind of like Patrick Mahomes stats and I want you to know that that has no effect on me anymore because I as mentioned previously I've I've transcended it
0: wow it sounds like it really has no effect on you I'm glad you brought that up without me even mentioning it
1: well I was just preceding your mention of it because I knew it was coming I'm familiar with your tricks
0: the hubris
2: that is just 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 radiating off of you uh resembles that of every patriots fans for 25 years yeah. they're just now coming back down to earth so i will not shit on you while you rain from the mountaintops but the hot ha- like the fall will just be that much harder because it's not a fall. Eventually- I'm, not,
1: I'm not hailing from the mountaintops i'm just preaching it's I, i'm a prophet i'm not you're I'm visiting not it's, oh it's he's a, a vision
2: <laughs> eventually okay. it crashes and you're going to go back to the the days of like post Joe Montana, chief like <laughs> yeah. C- yeah, the late. So it, while you while you're there, write it out. I, I'm,
0: I'm Let's be clear. Brad is a Chiefs fan as of 2016.
2: Oh, okay. Not, it's the context he, here. Wow, he, he yeah, has
0: yeah. not seen the bad. Yeah, I have, right. He has that, not is died in the wool.
1: Listen, 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 listen. Those years were brutal. First of all. And second of all, oh all right, yeah, Alex Smith is really as brutal, dude. Mariners Alex Smith and getting to the
0: playoffs every year was super brutal. As
1: a Mariners fan and an Oilers fan, have I not suffered enough? I mean, do I not get one nice thing? You know, I can, so
0: no, knowing
2: that you're also a Mariners fan, it makes sense for you to jump on the chief bandwagon.
1: It wasn't a bandwagon. It was. It was a, it's one. a
2: bandwagon. It's,
1: it's Dan, okay. Andy it wasn't,
0: it he is a bandwagon, a bandwagon,
1: bandwagon back fan. Then. Yes, great. It Joe. Wasn't a, Wonderful. Listen, I like it's these only, narratives. Listen, listen. This is gatekeeping. Okay, it's only a bandwagon if you jump off of it. Okay, a bandwagon suggests <laughs> you, you haven't agency. been on the
2: bandwagon long enough to establish yourself.
1: Uh, listen, listen. I I am in control of the wagon. I am. I have. I am. I am maybe not steering the wheel, but I am the guy next to the guy steering the wheel, and obviously that guy is very important to the wagons process otherwise he wouldn't be sitting up there it's not a bandwagon all right i am very listen i have not missed a game i am i'm I'm very very into them as a concept okay it does not have anything to do with winning i did not sign up to be a chiefs fan because of winning i did it because i have family from the area and because i enjoy the color scheme and oh okay
2: so all of the, everything leading up to that was like, okay, family in the area, but the color scheme, the chiefs yeah. have arguably the ugliest uniforms and that's not, that's has nothing against my chargers fandom, but that red slash orange, it's, it, it's awful on the eyes. It looks terrible
0: in the sun. I actually hardcore disagree. I You're allowed to thing. have oh, your, man.
1: listen, I, I respect it. You know, if I, and I, I say this in full realization that the chargers have the nicest uniforms in the league. I won't even Absolutely. argue with you on that point. So, yeah. if that is the the one little victory that you can find in the heap of losses for your franchise, I will not take that away from you.
2: Uh yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, I clamor and hold on to anything and everything I can. Uh <laughs> just the fact that they have very nice uniforms though. It does. I sleep better. The powder better blues, the powder
1: blues, I mean, those are sexy. Yeah, I don't yeah. I wouldn't be caught dead owning one, but I wouldn't feel completely unstylish wearing one, you know? You know, well, no, they, about, it, it,
0: go I ahead. I was about twenty minutes away the other day from buying some chargers gear. Yeah. Hey, if hey, you want on, jump I, on. I was kind of a thought. I had. jump on.
2: I wouldn't fault you. I after I mean we we can we can dive into it, but uh, yeah, the Chargers there they hurt. Uh, the Chiefs, yeah, whatever. But the Bron to be a Broncos fan right now. Yeah. You guys need a one eight hundred number to call to console you.
0: It's been a tough decade, basically at this point i mean
2: you won a super bowl so i mean it is what it is you bought Uh, your way into this uh it's blame it on john elway who can't scout a quarterback um blame it on george Patton for uh, spending a shit ton of money for randy gregory for whatever like two sacks
0: oh yeah and then we cut him today
1: so yeah,
2: that's fun we um, can dive into that too chargers we, got jc jackson we can get i into
1: want to that. bring a halt to this denver whining okay oh us poor denver fans we won a super bowl we had one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time very recently we won a stanley cup we won an nba championship wah, wah, wah. i'm not Come a on.
0: denver nuggets fan Come i'm on. a jazz well, that's fan your,
1: that's your problem that's your problem i'm just saying i'm Go just saying Utah the Yazers, players, through the through. denver sports scene as a whole these Broncos fans like to act so apocalyptic. Listen, Joe, I don't want to be presumptuous, but I imagine that you would trade a great deal for having a Super Bowl title in 2015, wouldn't you?
2: Yeah, I would do terrible acts to have at least experience. Like, I'm, I've am i already dated myself on this podcast, but I'm much older than you guys. Uh, I was present and aware of, for the Chargers Charger Super Bowl run in 94. Oh, wow. Uh, that was not... Uh, they, they had no hope they had the good defense but there was they were going to get destroyed by the 49ers no doubt and until and thank you eric for uh the, being a broncos fan and until the broncos got their asses handed to them by the seahawks in that super bowl it was the l- largest deficit in a super bowl history so you guys took that one off of us but yes uh to be a chargers fan and at least experience success in the postseason uh post i guess we'll, we'll i don't want to say north turner but marty schottenheimer would be ideal i'll take anything i would ju- i would terrible, despicable acts.
0: Listen, I'm not saying that I'm the most cursed fan on, on this Zoom call. You have I'm a not, Super Bowl. But, you have a Super Bowl. You have a ring. But I will say this. You literally cannot talk, Brad. You're the most charmed individual here. You have never faced losing. You have never faced pain. I have, you have faced no, so you, much you pain. pain. You know, and I would argue I care can. way more about the Broncos than you do about
1: the Chiefs. Listen, the the losses hurt not me. me. It's not me I'm talking for, but I've I've heard this discourse in calls with our dear friend Mason and our dear friend The Lye losses B, hurt me more Bills fan and a Bengals fan. And now you try to pull this shtick in front of this Chargers fan here. Look at look how this man has suffered. This man deserves to be rewarded for the his losses pain, hurt me okay? more. He deserves to be rewarded. You've been rewarded. Don't be so greedy. You got a super bowl. You got a Super Bowl.
0: I don't
2: think the losses hurt me anymore. I'm my heart is galvanized from it's it's so I I don't nothing hurts nothing hurts
1: transcended he's transcended. Anymore. He's transcended. I, yeah. I, in if anything, where you're on top of the mountain,
2: I'm somewhere in the depths. Your job, your job. I'm Joe. Yeah. If we're dealing yeah.
1: with biblical references, yes,
2: <laughs> it has been. It's very try, it, 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 but I digress. Every year, the, the 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 one thing, and I don't know about uh, I don't know actually any cheese fans outside of yourself. Uh, I do know a lot of Broncos fans. Uh, Chargers fans are terribly optimistic folk, though. Um, uh, and yeah, we're we we're, we're, we're two and two going into a Week Five bye. We lost everybody, and I still, in my stupidity, I'm like, "Oh fuck, yeah, we we can do something."
1: You have Justin <laughs> Herbert, man. Like the playoffs, you have are Justin Herbert. Possible. Yeah. Yeah. Not. They're, you're not gonna go anywhere with Staley and that defense, but hey. I don't know. I think it's because you guys have been gaslit, though, because I I firmly believe that there is a conspiratorial agenda proposed by the NFL to try and make football in Los Angeles a thing. And that's where this L.A. Chargers nonsense comes from. So they 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 do you guys quite dirty. Actually, I don't think it's a reflection on the fans at all, where it's like they the media always sets you guys up to be the punchline. And man, maybe you love they're not doing it, shit,
0: man. You're but really good. They at- do
1: <laughs> dude. Even, even this, okay. Our beloved source <laughs> podcast around the NFL, Greg picked them to the damn Super Bowl. He's part of the narrative, right? Like they, they do this. And, the, and the, the national media is even worse for this where they build you guys up so much and they make you feel like you're being elevated, but really they're just preparing to hang you. And it's, I, he- I feel for you.
2: To be fair, so, I mean, th- there have been years where we get more love than we should have. Uh, the the year we drafted Justin Herbert, 2020, uh, that year we n- – no national nerve. Tyrod no. Taylor's our, our guy <laughs> yeah. going in. But this year, again, on paper, they had every reason to be. We, we were in the playoffs last year. We signed big-name free agents, like, everywhere. We spent a lot – we have the most expensive decent – not now that we let J.C. Jackson go, but <laughs> – Everybody's back healthy. It, don't worry. like we have in positional groups. We had, we had Mike Williams, but Keenan Allen's a top 15 wide receiver. Austin Eckler is a top five running back. Uh, Derwin James, a top three safety. Like, I mean, wherever you want to put Bosa and Mac, like they're in the t- their discussion of the top 10 best pass rushers on paper. They have a lot of marquee names, so it should have worked out. It hasn't, uh, which to your point goes back to Staley. Uh, I don't think it's working out. I love the man don't like the coach. Uh, and I was like ride or die with him through the, la- like even last year, but to come out as flat footed as we did at the beginning of the season. And yeah, we've eked out two wins against not necessarily good teams. Uh, I think it's going to be the same shit as it's been every single year as a Chargers fan, every game is going to be close and we'll live and die on heartbreak. And we'll probably win nine, 10 games. We might eke in on a, uh, a, like a the, whatever the seventh seed now. Um, but it won't we'll get trounced in the playoffs and here we go it's just going to be rinse and repeat so yeah justin herbert yeah he's probably you know he's in the top five quarterbacks and i love him to death he's awesome but uh he deserves better we deserve
0: better
1: okay i won't disagree with that you deserve better
0: yeah let's just i feel like we we've we've diverged nicely where we'll just talk about our teams here I, I agree with you uh, I I came to a realization on um on Sunday Joe because I watched that game I decided to to use my uh to use my uh my my super by the way is it super expensive and probably not worth it Sunday ticket yes but it is fun to be like the guy especially in a friend group and like you're like early to mid-20s that has that, that can go over to a friend's house and just kind of play God on the TV and switch between all the different games. Like, forget Red Zone, I'm my own Red Zone. It is incredibly fun to do. Anyways, in the afternoon, I decided to watch the Chargers and the Raiders because I, I was interested to see it. And I have decided this, Joe, that we are on, we are in route to the most painfully Chargers 9-7 and 7 season of all time. Like that is how this goes. That's how this goes at this point.
2: Absolutely, our offense has been. I mean, you if you've watched Chargers games, it's fun as hell. Kellen Moore, fun as uh, It hell. was. It was. Very it was. Good. We were able to create a lot of mismatches when we had Mike Dub on the uh, the field. Now that he's hurt, I think we're putting a lot on Quentin Johnson. I think it was pretty indicative that they don't trust him yet. That he was on the field for like 33 snaps, had three balls total, caught one of them. Um, I really like him coming out of college. I think he has like the blueprint to be a great football player, but everything you heard in the preseason, he was dropping passes. His route tree is not as polished as it needs to be. That's why they're bringing him along so slow. Uh, but nonetheless, I don't think, I think he's not going to fill the void of Mike Dub. Josh Palmer is a good replacement. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. Jalen Guyton's coming back from injury, but he's just a speed guy. I, I think our, our offense is going to be hampered. Um, and because of that, it's going to be back. Like it has been put the ball in Justin Herbert's hand. He's going to have to win the game because the defense through four games has shown exactly what it is. Can show up sometimes in big moments, but it leaks like a sieve. And you're, if you want 40 uh, like passing yards, on like if our 40 yard touchdown, uh, we're, we're the ones that give it to you. So uh, yeah.
0: Counterpoint on the offense. If he stays healthy, Keenan Allen's going to be the no doubt all pro at wide receiver. That's pretty much how this is going.
2: So that's my my worry, though, is, you know, Keenan for the last two years under Lombardi played primarily in the slot. That was like where he was. And with uh, bringing Kellen Moore in, they were moving Mike Williams all over it. So our, Mike Williams is playing in the slot. So it's creating a lot of mismatches and one-on-ones on the outside for Keenan. And that's where my worry was. And you saw it against the Raiders the immediate production went down. Yeah. He caught a touchdown. think he was somewhere like seven for 67 and a touch, which is still good, but that's not anything like it was the week prior, 200 yards, 17 catches, whatever like crazy stat that was. I think teams are, we're going to go have to go back to that. And then again, it's all very preliminary because I don't know what Kellen Moore can scheme up. Uh, But if he, if we can't get the same production out of Josh Palmer, Quentin Johnson, Jalen Guyton, Darius Davis, then the offense, it's going to go back to Keenan getting doubled so i think uh it's yes he will have a great year like he typically does is he going to have that all pro transcendent hey everybody realizes keenan allen's the best year i think that's behind him now with mike williams though
0: interesting do you think josh palmer can develop at all because i feel like he's kind of stuck
2: i think josh palmer is is what he is he's a he's a three in our system he could be a solid two wherever he is if you watch him he's a great route runner he's got a little bit of speed he has pretty sure hands he had two drops last week i think he is what he is uh but it, i don't think he's going to get any better i don't think all of a sudden is it just going to be josh palmer breakout season no i think he's going to be just i mean last year he had 70 catches 800 yards or something he's probably going to be around that same stat line uh the down like i said though the Everything is going to be contingent on how quickly Quentin Johnson develops. And if he can develop, if he can become what they drafted him to be, then the offense will stay just humming. If not, then it's going to be a little bit different. It's going to be plug and play.
0: Does defense actually sneaky get better without JC Jackson? Because sneaky, he was, he was terrible for basically his entire chargers career.
2: I mean, a hundred like, okay. I, I was just as late as everybody else was. I thought JC Jackson was a ball hawk coming out of new England. I was really excited for it. I should have been smarter considering anytime anybody signs a Patriot star on defense, he goes there, sucks, goes back, signed for pennies on the dollar to new England, which is just how it works. Um, but nonetheless, yeah, it does get better. Uh, the two corners, I think there's going to, I would be surprised if the Chargers don't re-sign Bryce Callahan from last year to play the Bryce slot. Bryce
0: Callahan is so good.
2: Yeah. for I mean, he is, a, he's like 31, 32, but he's still a great slot corner because now they're playing Asante on the outside.
0: Yeah. Bryce uh, Callahan Mike Davis has been
2: up and down. Do I think it will get better? Yeah. Do I think it's going to be, we are stuck being a 20 or worse defense in the league. It, and that's just where we're at. We are, despite having all these names, we're still gonna get our asses handed to us.
0: Well, yeah, it doesn't hope that Joey Bosa just doesn't play football.
2: No, he, oft he, injured. He uh, I mean, if if you go, and I'm not his dad was the same way. Nick Bosa, maybe not as much, but there's a lot of soft tissues, uh, injuries in the Bosa family. Um I do, I don't know. I I okay, I like Joseph, Joey Bosa, the player. I don't like his family. They're going back to the Idaho, they may as well be Idaho racists. I do not like the Bosa's. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the Bosa family's a little out there, a little sus.
1: They but, said some kind of problematic things. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So. This isn't this isn't a side, but uh, I'm I'm reminded all the time for my wife and daughter that uh, like Joey Bosa looks like a foot, and Nick Bosa's like GQ handsome. Could you imagine being that different looking than your brother, uh, and in like in such a grave way that you're noticeably like, man, he's ugly, and the other one's handsome? Gee, that would be like the worst. <laughs>
0: Compared that, to your own family member, well, that that would be the worst. You know, you know it's also kind of the worst, the Denver Broncos, but but not but not actually, but but not actually because we're one in three, and the the Chicago Bears are worse than us, uh and uh you know, Broncos not much to say about that game other than we made uh, Justin Fields look like an MVP for most game of, of the it. year game of the uh, year i'm no,
1: not going to lie that was the most fun i had watching a game of football this year and i'm not ashamed to admit it it was for, just i'm not even mad the broncos won that game was just sick for most of it
0: yeah uh, justin fields looked absolutely spectacular for most of his game uh, until he fumbled it away at the end which was unfortunate for him but yeah, I, I, I'm i having, I'm starting to kind of get concerned with like Sean Payton as like a person slash uh, entity. Uh, he He's really into calling like screenplays. Like he's just really into like, he's kind of, I'm at a Cliff Kingsbury tunnel screens to nowhere type type vibe. Like he throws short of the sticks a lot, like a, a lot. And uh, wasn't thrilled with what I saw from the offense in the first half. Ross came through, led some nice drives in the second half, got his touchdowns. This kid, uh, I, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, uh, Jaleel McGaughlin.
1: Yeah,
0: awesome. uh, yeah, the undrafted guy they have, very, very good player. Looks like he can absolutely scoot out there. Uh, One of the best scooters in the NFL, probably. And uh, he is absolutely fun to watch. Javante Williams picks up a hip injury. Uh, But again, the story is that the defense is terrible. Patrick Sertan is a person that exists, but it turns out (laughs) the Broncos also have other cornerbacks and they're all very bad. So uh, that was fun to learn. Uh it you know, shout out Zach Wilson. He looked absolutely great on Sunday night football. I have big time fear that Sunday is gonna be uh a weird like Zach Wilson like turns his career around and throws for, like, four touchdowns against the Broncos.
2: Man, you you knew that game, like, ever, all yeah. sin, ever since Sean Payton came out with the comments and Nathaniel Hackett. Oh, my Hackett, God, he's such you a You know damn shit. well they are going to do everything in their power to ruin everything. I mean, that is, like, <laughs> one of those things that, that they probably have it printed out right when you walk out, like, of the locker room. Like, you know damn well that's going to happen.
0: And it could low-key get the Jets season just back on track. Like, it literally could. If he looks good enough, like if if Zach Wilson can have one game that where he game manages enough, keeps him close against Patrick Mahomes, and then turns around next week, balls out against a bad defense, he can go into the rest of the season with genuine confidence and they're one game away from 500. And the defense will probably wreck a really terrible offensive line. So I, I'm not looking forward to Sunday. I think bad things are in store. I uh, yeah. I mean,
2: you you guys watched the. I'm assuming we all watched the Jets Chiefs game. Yeah. Zach Wilson for like three drives looked like a legit ass quarterback Absolutely. for the first time that in his career. Like there good. there were three drives where he was like he fi- it looked like he finally had confidence. I mean, I don't li- I didn't like him as a prospect. Uh, you maybe Eric, maybe you watch more BYU games. I don't yeah. watch. Yeah, well, games.
0: If they didn't really play anyone that season, but it was easy to get fooled. He he does have talent, like. He he can make the
1: he can make for Mahomes first. He can. But the arm just, is undeniable. He's just but, he has no sense of the pocket. He has no sense of pressure. Yeah, he he's just the mental, the mental mental stuff yeah. is not there. No, no. Not, but on that game, he like he smart. wasn't like transcendental, but he was good. He he was making good reads. He was comfortable. He was feeling the pressure. And I was like, it was like, what more could you ask of him, right? In that situation, right? And, like,
0: Boy, oh boy, could he be comfortable against the Denver Broncos, who again uh, cut Randy Gregory <laughs> uh, today. Randy Gregory, as I have said, basically the entire entirety of this podcast. What what is yeah. my what is my famous line for Randy Gregory? <laughs> Brad, he's,
1: he's a drug case.
0: Yeah, he, i heard...
1: he's, he's a walking drug case slash IR spot. That is I, that that is That is episode, Randy Gregory. The very first episode of this podcast that I was on was you reacting to him being signed i believe and you were furious about it you, yeah you hating you hating randy gregory is is, is, a, is a staple
0: i i mean i don't think i've ever seen a worse gm than george payton i mean he is quite oh, poss- get- he, he is quite possibly the worst gm i've ever uh experienced at least john elway had like redeeming qualities in that he could draft skill position players and like did pretty well at drafting the teams around Peyton Manning and after Peyton Manning, aside from a quarterback. But uh, George Payton's major decisions were to pass on Justin Fields and to sign Randy Gregory. And that ended up with the Broncos having patched their tan. Great. We have, we've got the best cornerback in football but, uh, you know, the whispers are out there now that he's going to get traded to the Bills in, like, three weeks. So, like, did it really make any sense at all? Well, no, it, he was he was always bad at his job.
2: To be fair, like, if you say you had – I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not defending Randy. I, I could have told you everybody knew the player he was coming out of Dallas. But uh, if, even if you had drafted Justin Fields, you didn't have the offensive coordinator or anybody anybody to develop the talent. He would still be – just an awful prospect. Uh, and probably would have lost a lot more jobs. Honestly, if he had drafted him, it, it might have cost his job if he still hadn't developed it. But I think we all know what's gonna happen. I mean, this was Sean Payton's team. He just shut like Patton is uh, or Payton, I don't know, whatever the hell you say it. He is just uh he's there for this year. The the finger pointing will begin. Sean Payton's gonna point at him and say, Hey, this is why we lost so much. I need to buy get my own players, and then I'll hand pick a GM. And then they'll try to build it like the Saints. That's just like what's going to happen. Um, I would love it uh, if Sean Payton got fired at the end of the year. That would make me very happy just because I don't like the, the person. But I don't think that's going to happen. It's, it's He's going to retool it. It will be the Sean Payton show.
0: Yeah, he seems eminently unlikable. Uh, perhaps my least favorite Broncos coach of the past few years is quickly becoming Sean Payton. Simply because he really lacks any and all sense of accountability um which is a difficult look to have from a head coach and also oh he hired Vance Joseph which is quite possibly the worst coaching hire you I have ever seen in my entire life um because my god this defense is this defense is literally worse than the Chicago Bears I don't know how that's possible but the numbers say it's true so you know they have some nice players and like Sure, they get Baron Browning back. And I'm a big Baron Browning guy. He's he's always been a fun edge player, but they're gonna be pretty bad. And I, I fear that uh the big trades are coming. I, I think that a lot of players on this team will no longer be on this team come the trade deadline. So hope and maybe they'll acquire some draft picks. Who knows? But uh that's a uh, that's really all the Broncos talk. I have I will say this. Russell Wilson is not the problem. Bradford, I want you to admit to me right now that that Russell Wilson is, in fact, a top-half NFL quarterback because the stats absolutely say that he is. The tape absolutely says that he is. He has had one bad game where he took a lot of sacks, and then he's thrown really, really well, hasn't turned the ball over at all, is making good reads, is moving the offense. They are watchable offensively. Russell Wilson is, in fact, a decent quarterback maybe not good maybe not elite certainly not top 10 but not a bottom five quarterback not a not a bottom 10 quarterback floating somewhere between 15 and 19 just admit that just admit that Bradford because you
1: know it's true he has not been the problem I I, yet listen get back to me in a few weeks but he has been a vastly improved player to what he was last year I mean honestly I think that there's just more of an approach with him, right? Like last year it was like he was absolutely floundering and it's with and the the throws I thought were still there with him last year at points. It just wasn't connecting. And this year so far, he's been fine. Everything you've just said, you could have used to describe Baker Mayfield, right? And it's like we just traded how That's much, fine. How That's many fine. Picks but I was just told all off season Baker by Mayfield. a certain I mean, person, it's, just, it's just kind of a, a, by a certain, thing to, to, by a to a certain, be like hanging hanging from the rafters when you're you're one in three when you're one in three and you gave up like a haul for him i mean sure he's maybe the 19th best quarterback you know you could absolutely
0: flip him for a second round pick right now you could do that
2: no way no one is giving up a second round for that contract the bears the bears
0: would absolutely do you you
1: see what i've been dealing with for for years here like this guy he's just there's i don't know if there's something in the air uh, in Utah but I mean you're not getting a second for Russell Wilson
2: the I, I, w- I will point out there you you said it yourself uh, you know I, I don't know who's calling the plays it's probably Peyton but Joe Lombardi is your offensive coordinator and if you had watched the Chargers for the previous two years they do throw a lot of screens and if he's throwing a lot of bubble screens his completion percentage should be good what are his air yards outside of those couple bombs a game to Mims what are his air yards
0: probably not great
2: Yeah. So it's, if I can hit, I can hit, you know, a running back five yards away from me. Uh, I I'm not, okay. Is he the worst quarterback in the league this year? Not even kind of, Uh, but he is not, I wouldn't even say he's 19. I would have to jot it down, but he would be closer to like the 24, 25 range for me.
0: Interesting. That brings me to an interesting point, Joe. You, you would say his stats mean that he is, you would say not the best quarterback in the league.
2: i I wouldn't i'm not going off of stats i'm going off of what i've seen like he still looks nervous uh, but i'm saying if you're utilizing his stats to rank him in the league uh he would probably fit higher but the eye test i don't think anybody again i don't think you you would be i'm sure they would be elated if somebody was like give us russell wilson and his contract for a sixth and they would be like get him get him out of here
0: interesting yeah, very nice.
2: especially with a rebuild uh, that you're like alluding to yeah, why the man. hell would you want an aging quarterback? Who's middling at best.
0: Yeah, I guess that's unfortunately true. Um, let's talk about the chiefs. Oh boy, man. <laughs> I mean, it's it's almost coming. like uh, there was somebody on an amateur football podcast. Some where that said, man, it's probably a problem if you're going into the season with absolutely no weapons at wide receiver who uh, can't catch the ball and that your only good offensive players are Travis Kelsey, Isaiah Pacheco and Patrick Mahomes. It's almost like someone knew that that probably wasn't going to cut it to be an elite NFL offense. And uh, oh, oh, look. Oh, look, Patrick Mahomes has the same stats as Russell Wilson. Almost identical. Actually, more picks. Throw more interceptions. Looked worse. Had the worst game of his career on Sunday night football. And Bradford's going to spin his little yarns and say, everything's okay. Don't worry about it. But you know it. You can't compete with the Bills. You can't compete with the Jaguars. You can't compete with any of the top teams in the AFC. You are scared. You are going to win the division easily because it's a bad division. But in the end, you will get to January and you will lose in the second round of the playoffs because you don't have any skill position players. Are you,
1: are you done your little tantrum?
0: Did you get it all out? Do you feel better? No, I
1: I, I mean, I, I was right. Just say I was right. You are not right. right. Listen, it's week four, man. I'm not panicking. The- if this team is out in round two, I will not be whining. I will not be complaining. I I will I I will be sad, uh, but it's – listen, man, we just won the Super Bowl, dude. Like, I, I don't know what else you want from us. Yeah, the, the receiving room has been a problem so far. I think as these players get more comfortable, you will see this offense pick up. Outside – okay, this particular Jets game was a bad Mahomes game. Absolutely. Worst game uh, one of, of the his worst career. Games, worst That's- game of his this game, That's I, I don't know. I think it might be the game against the Titans from from a couple years ago. But uh, yeah, this game was 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 pretty bad for him. He was he was pretty good in the first first half, but yeah, it was wasn't great. A uh, couple bad throws that were just like, I mean, just I mean, just like something was misfiring with his with his release. But as I mean, if you look back at the at the previous games, those are not on Mahomes at all. Like the first game, he played pristine that was just a a tony meltdown and nobody else was catching balls and and you don't have kelsey and all that stuff and he's he's been he's been really good he's not going to win an mvp this year right like i mean it's you can't you can't win them all uh but i would hold off on making any grand statements about the state of the chiefs offense because they will find ways to make it work and i guarantee we will be in you know the last few weeks of the season And we'll be talking about how they've done it again and they've found the right role for this cast of characters. I mean, Rashi Rice has been stepping up a little bit. Sky Moore has had moments. I I trust... Moments? He has like two catches a game. I trust the operation to find the best role for these players. And as the season goes on... Your offensive coordinator is Matt Nagy. And beyond that, beyond that, the defense has been unreal. Your like, offensive I coordinator
0: get, is Mad Nagy I, I, you play get in an that, offensive conference.
1: I get that, you know, Zach Wilson kind of balled out against this, but I didn't view that as a Chief's defensive lapse. He was just actually just making really good reads, you know. No, yeah, Chiefs' defense is great. I'm Chiefs not, I'm not arguing against it. Absolutely fantastic. And so I, I feel like that kind of that kind of makes up for a lot of the uh uh you know uh perhaps less than previous heights. Uh, uh, Chiefs offenses and I, I think that they'll find a way to make it work you know like I just have faith in the organization that's all I mean is that is that is that a crazy thing to say
2: I just think... I would say yeah it's it, it's nice uh like if you don't figure it out they'll let like Egregious holding calls that a pit of a will play like at yeah. the end of the game. Yeah, nice okay. exactly. We're <laughs> going
1: to put a bullet in this ridiculous narrative right now. Okay. That was, a, that was one what of the more he, egregious. It was a hold. bad call. But did you see the safety call and the the, the horse caller call from earlier in the game? Listen, these calls go both ways. The timing of the calls was bad. Okay. The Sauce Gardner one wasn't a great call, but I, I get why it was called. The, uh, the non calling holding on that holding scramble for twenty
2: two. That was no that the that was one of the more egregious. I will say, yeah, the horse collar tackle, but that didn't result in points. The safety, yeah, that was ticky tacky too. It in two goes points.
1: both okay, but if that safety doesn't get called, then we're not even having this conversation. Right? Absolutely. It, it's, absolutely. It's Ticky tacky. So this narrative that there's some type of ref favor with the Chiefs is a little absurd. No, right? there absolutely I, is. It is
0: no there is
2: the Chargers playing twice a year. They, they, I'm not saying that I'm not colluding. There's not some weird conspiracy. The, but the Chiefs, it, the, the NFL is known to have their darlings. Uh, and, and those. And this isn't just true with the Chiefs. It was true with the Patriots. It's true with the Steelers for years that calls tend to go their way in very like highlighted games. It's uh, okay. I'm not saying it's it's in some cases sure, your left tackle in...
0: lined up offsides for an entire game in week one and didn't get called in Thursday months.
2: night and it didn't happen until the fourth quarter with like five minutes left to go. In, Please in open context... your eyes,
0: Brad. You get
2: all the calls
1: in the context of this game. It was not like it was handed to them by the Bears. It was a bad call. Yes, it literally was. It happens in every goddamn game. It happens in every game. I don't know what to tell you. If that holding call
0: is called, Patrick Mahomes doesn't win the game. Yes, the game was literally
1: handed to you. Listen, 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 listen. You got to listen up real quick. These things happen in almost every NFL game. It's not a conspiracy. It's incompetence, Okay. It's, 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 it's sheer incompetence. And I admit that that was a bad call, but uh, let's, let's, let's not admit like that it won you the game. It was a factor in winning the game, but bad calls going the other way were a factor in it being in a position to cost the jets, the game. I'm not so- going to
2: put you on, I'm not going to say name one, but I'll, I'll give you for the, the entirety of this podcast, name a time the chiefs lost the game due to a non-call.
1: Oh my yeah. God! S- uh, quite a few over the literally last year. Last year they beat the Colts, and the winning play got called. Wait, back no, 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 no! Wait, wait, Chris wait! They You didn't lose. They beat the Colts. You, you you beat the- the Colts. <laughs> we did beat the Colts, and the winning play got called back because Chris Jones said some mean words to Matt Ryan. I mean, uh, that's that's it's one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen. Like it happens all the time, but people have this have this uh, uh, blindness to it. They don't see it because. You guys have this 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 Chiefs hatred that you carry with you. No, As
2: this is I, I said this is not true with just the Chiefs. This was this it's been happening for years with the Steelers, the Patriots, these marquee Tiffany franchises that are like the darlings of the NFL that are put through six or seven uh, you, you know prime ten games throughout yeah. the year. This is for and again I'm older than you guys. Maybe you guys didn't watch it. The Colts were also privy to this too, like the Peyton Manning years, like uh, what was it, '06, when they entered the Super Bowl with the Bears. The, the I remember watching a lot of those games. The Colts had a lot of favorable uh, calls in their favor because they were in like five or six primetime games. You don't want it lopsided. Uh, it doesn't. It's not a good. I mean, it depends on who you're asking. But do you want the Super Bowl favorites uh, and Super Bowl winners losing in primetime to? Uh, a you know, essentially a a, a dust mop with a, a helmet on. And Zach Wilson, I think
1: you do. I think that's a wonderful narrative. I think that's that's something that gets people talking. All right, I I don't know. I I just I I I really don't think the bias is nearly as prominent as people believe it is because. It is a thing they are looking for. It's like they're trying to find examples of it. And these examples exist in every game, but you don't really notice them to the same extent unless you're trying to nitpick them out and all that kind of thing. I don't know. I I just feel like it was it listen, it was a bad call. All right. It was a bad call. Absolutely. And that kind of thing happened. So okay. I, I'm I'm not trying to defend defend it, but at the same time, I mean, look at look at the way that they've been calling illegal shift penalties against the Chiefs this year. Game one and two absolutely game three literally you can look at the same shifts that almost every other team in the league is using and it's the exact same shifts and the chiefs literally ran an experiment where they pulled Jawan taylor out and ran the exact same positioning that was getting him kind of randomly called and it was not called on the guy they put in there because it's literally just the nfl going well listen we got a bad look because of Juwan taylor week one it's we're gonna like really go overboard on this and make some shit up so that people are like you know think good about us you know it, it goes both i don't ways. know about that like it it, with those ways. legal
2: shifts it, the, i don't know if, how many dolphins games you've watched but they are getting penalized for that left and right uh i think that's like i watched this kyle shanahan um uh, presser where he was talking about like you know everybody watches i don't know if everybody but i, I assume most of you watched the uh chargers dolphins week one where they were putting oh, Tyreek yeah. everywhere so every team in the nfl from there and shannon even brings up he, he talks about every team's trying to manipulate that now because it's something new right and it's just right, you, every, every team does that and I since know, then nobody knows how to do it so they're calling a lot of those
0: joe by the way side note i know exactly which twitter video you're talking about yeah i i i need you to send that to me if you can, because yeah. I like I saw it, but I never clicked into it, so I never heard the audio. But oh, yeah. I did I did want to watch it because I've heard it referenced on several other podcasts. I just I I I want to go back and watch that. Okay, Bradford, I don't want to talk about referees anymore because no one really cares. But um just admit this. Patrick Mahomes is not God, he is not in an is in, the
1: best he, quarterback talent to ever play the game. And no, I wonder- not that bad. is absolutely is not, not true. true. Uh, that Graham. is absolutely is, not true. Is, After
0: what you have just seen for four weeks, that is absolutely not did true. You,
1: listen, listen. It's been a, like a, a, a semi at points, mediocre season was still pretty good. I'm. It's week four. You guys are so damn reactionary. No, no,
2: no. This is, you can't crown somebody the most talented anything he ever to had, play the okay, sport. Okay,
1: I will rephrase. He has had the most successful Five season run of any quarterback in NFL history, and you can compare it to any no. five year wait, run of wait, wait 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 way better from
2: from wins or from a statistical standpoint? from
1: a statistical perspective, multiple MVPs, multiple Super Bowls. Are you just uh, neglecting again? You're neglecting. years Tom Brady,
2: st- Peyton Manning, Joe, yes! Monsenna, Dan dude, Marino. Look at this.
1: Listen, I am not crazy, man. Look at the stats. When yes. like, you see you those stats, about him? are crazy, dude. Man, <laughs> you're not. You're not ready for the for the statistics. I could send you. No,
2: okay? so this is so again. But you you have to factor in statistics via the timeline they played. You can't say he's he was better than Marino. Marino broke all the record. He was doing it all when it wasn't a quarterback friendly league. He was not a 5 no year play. run
1: though. Okay? Like Marino had some obviously unbelievable like unbelievable seasons, okay? You can make argument that he has the greatest quarterback season of all time like putting up those those kind of numbers in that sort of environment. That's that's unbelievable, right? What I'm saying is if you look at if you watch the damn games, but if you look at the stats, it is not absurd to say that Mahomes has had the greatest five-year run of any quarterback, any five-year run that you could select. Go and try and find one that is definitively better, and I guarantee you that you cannot. Uh, And he, because of that, is on a trajectory to potentially be uh, one of, if not the best talent, to play the game. He has made plays that nobody else has has made. He's on statistical uh, uh, projections that nobody else has achieved. And especially not in that short of time, and especially not that young. So when I say that he is the best talent to play the game, I am not saying that with disrespect to the obvious all-time legends of the game. I I acknowledge Brady is the GOAT, okay? No, I'm
0: saying right now, I am saying right now, in the NFL, he is not the best quarterback in the league. Because this is so dumb, He Eric. cannot. He is, cannot you don't win. want to die on this hill. He, he is not winning, and he is not putting up those numbers without three Eric, and one.
1: What are without, you talking without, about? Without
0: without Eric Bieniemy and without decent wide receiver play. Is he is so not Tom Brady, scary. where he makes everyone around him better. That did is you not watch what Patrick some of those Patriots
1: seasons. No, listen, no. Listen, you, listen, listen. You do this every year. You try and find something, literally anything, because you are faced with the horrible reality that this is what is going to be like for you for the next decade and you latch on to any little I've seen you do this so many times and it always blows up spe- you are you are like like wily e. coyote okay and at a certain point I don't know how many anvils have to be dropped on your head or how much dynamite you have to accidentally consume before you come to the realization that Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. Every damn year, it's, is this guy better than Mahomes? Is this guy better than Mahomes? And if you have that conversation four years in a row, it's goddamn Mahomes. Josh Allen is currently
0: better than Mahomes.
1: Oh my God, he has had a better season so far through four weeks. As is Justin Herbert. Sure. Through four weeks, maybe. That means no, absolutely nothing. That's such a small sample size. Look, th- like this is this is absolutely. Brady had kind of a bad season his last season, so therefore he's not the greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, oh
0: my god, I it's love how so, angry. It's this
1: just so too. dumb. I'm not angry. I'm not angry, but is I, he, I feel. This is, I feel I have just, a moral obligation to try to correct
2: you. I think we uh, what I from my what I'm trying to accomplish with this is we need to erase this like weird narrative that. He he is the best. There will never be one before or after him. He is put here by God
1: to play football.
2: No, but that's like I'm not saying just you. I'm saying Chiefs fans in general. This he's five six years into his career, and you're already every people are crowned. He's the best there ever was. He could tear his ACL tomorrow, come back, and never be the same. You could. And then everybody's gonna hang
1: there. Anything
2: like you cannot crown somebody. First of all, you can't say they were the best at anything until their career is done. Like, you, you can't cram. I didn't say, he, he, was, he, I didn't say he had the
1: best career. You I said, literally
0: did say that. Has, you literally has, did just say that. Most you
1: talented. said over five years,
0: he had had the best career in NFL history. I best something five you literally year stretch? said 10 Absolutely. minutes ago. You literally just said that 10 minutes ago, dude. Best five-year stretch.
1: Absolutely. Yes, you're saying That's, his career is the best career of all time. No, I said he's had the best five-year stretch of any quarterback. Yeah, not, his, his, his career, career isn't career done is, yet. He's like a quarter okay. of the way through it. What are you talking about? Am All I am I'm I insane? Saying, what is are you he, talking he, about?
2: But again, again, is he great? Absolutely, hands down. But is he like? Is he the number one? I don't think you can even say there's a clear cut number one. We are like oh, in a in a so time. Dumb. No, we are in a time like at any given time is John is Josh Allen. Or Justin Herbert, or you pick any quarterback, right? They're all equally great in in, ver- in various aspects. To crown those, great.
1: they're not equally great. They Mahomes and Herbert are not equally great. Okay, I can think of several, several oh realms to compare the this statistically. Became... Okay. No, okay, success I knew this was gonna happen. no, okay, state farm commercials. No, I listen, listen, I mean, this is just. I, I know I know that this is part of your process and I I know that you guys are hurting, but at a certain point, at a certain point uh, the, the, the man who wears the crown is the king, okay And I know it, it it hurts you from your divisional perspective and I'm not trying to belittle you, but you will regret Wait, this is where he tr- tries
0: to belittle us. did we Wait. not
1: do this last year? Did we not do this last year? You said these exact same things last year. what happened? What happened? Oh, here it is. He's belittling us now. You know what? Okay, okay, Joe. I'm gonna I'm gonna expose Eric. Do you want to know something that, that Eric said last year? He said that Justin Fields was better than Patrick Mahomes. This is not, not a man absolutely. that you want to running be siding with. No, yeah. no, no, no. He hey, said, absolutely. He said Justin Fields yeah. J- he said Justin Fields is a top five quarterback and Patrick Mahomes is not. Okay. This is a hot take <laughs> artist. This is a charlatan. This is a this is a this is a con man. in the off season he's he's sick in the head i mean he's not well he's been through much okay he's he's ill he's not he's not well with this world and i i i i I think that in time you will go back upon this soundbite like you could go back on many soundbites of yours before and look at the statements that you've made as potentially very very foolish so that's all i'm
2: saying we can move off of it the last thing i want to say his voice is weird all
1: right no he's, he's got he, a weird he, voice he's, a ridiculous he's got the weirdest person. voice he he looks very bizarre uh, yeah oh god that's like the other dog thing dog. he has
2: a terrible baby picture if you haven't yeah. seen it
1: no it's bad is bet. Ba- listen he's a goofy looking guy i'm not i'm not i'm listen i'm not trying just, to, I'm, I'm taking it as, as a sex symbol
0: i actually okay? find patrick mahomes to be quite attractive but that's, See, that's sort me. of like a weird
1: <laughs> power dynamic kink thing for you and i don't i don't want to unpack that on this program but uh, it's it's listen listen he is your daddy I mean what what can be said you know I mean what's how many how when's the last time the Broncos won a game against him right that's their, that's right never never that's that's one so I mean just just saying
0: well this this became exactly what I thought it would be this we we this combination of us three we have to do a way better job because this is going to be a longer podcast I'm being gaslit I want to I want to talk what do
1: you mean this is I want to talk doing.
0: about not the AFC West for like. A solid 45 minutes. You are the one what that is, has made yeah. it about
1: the AFC West. This, okay.
0: This 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 became very AFC West centric very quickly, which I'm not surprised at, but I'm glad that we had all these debates. Cause now Joe, as you can see, Brad is a crazy person that just mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, you know, a little bit of a delusional Chiefs fan. And that now I have someone who's I'm not on delusional. My side. Yeah, now I have someone who's on my side who understands what I'm going through. Okay. Here's another thing we've learned over the past hour. Joe, Brad is a prophet, correct? Did you hear that part where he said, I'm a prophet?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, so prophet, please tell me something about the NFL. Literally that, anything.
1: That doesn't relate to the AFC West.
0: That doesn't relate to that me. it doesn't here. relate
1: to the AFC West. Okay, okay. Here's a take for you. Here's here's a little take for you, all right? Just a a, a spicy little take. And it's really not that spicy. I mean, CJ Stroud is absolutely fantastic, and I, I I know it's kind of vanilla to be like just talking about quarterbacks or whatever. I'm sorry if that's not too you know you know football sicko for you, but I have been absolutely in awe at how professional he looks. Like I I I was very much like not super Han. I mean, you know, I'm not a huge you know like a uh, 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 college football watcher. Obviously, it's been a, a topic of conversation on this show, but you know I I uh, uh, am. Like obviously, like familiar with a lot of the. Uh... Sorry, one second here. I- I'm familiar with a lot of the uh, 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 players, and I-, I I try to keep up to date with like you know the general consensus on them and some of the tape. And I I, w- I was not super hot. No. I was I was one of the I was one of the-, the 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 Bryce heads, and I mean he's just completely made those kind of haters like me look absolutely absurd. Like the Texans, uh, I mean, sort of. This is the 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 uh, expansion of this take, The AFC South. Is maybe the most interesting division in football, and I, I I I'm I'm sorry for saying it, but I I think it might just be true.
0: I actually have the exact same take, Brad. I I, I I'm totally with you. Uh, although here's what I'm with with the, the Texans. CJ Stroud, fine. I I think he's been a fine quarterback. Nothing about him blows me away. But man, that defense. Holy cow, that defense plays fast and loose. They've kind of sneaky, got some good players. Derek Stingley is having a really, really good year. Um, Will Anderson hasn't quite put up the sack numbers quite yet, but his pressures are kind of off the charts. Like Jerry Hughes, I believe, has had... Kind of a monster year as well. He was all over the place on Sunday. They've got some, some kind of dudes on defense. And like they've got some, like, some pretty decent veterans. Like Denzel Perryman's playing like a big role on this defense, playing really well. Shaq Griffin is having a pretty good year at cornerback. Like they, and D'Amico Ryans is just a really good defensive coordinator. They, they look, pretty good and i they've beat up on some bad teams well i'll give them that but give me like two or three more weeks of this and i'm i'm willing to say in a pretty wide open division that they're they're competing for the division title they they as are the colts no too like the colts man the colts are weird because anthony richardson uh, the Anthony Richardson holy shit season is right on right on track where like it's a lot of like holy shit that was a terrible play what are you doing like how, how did that exist on a football field but also holy shit what a throw incredible, um his throwing motion is just wild and wacky and weird, uh watching him throw deep passes like he flicks his wrist and it goes like fifty yards it's kind of wild, um he does when he runs remind me. Of Cam Newton, and I don't know. The Colts kind of sneaky have some weapons. Josh Downs has had a really nice season. I I like him as a player. And if you actually convince Jonathan Taylor to play, which I'm not sure they can, they've got a pretty nice looking offense. I don't know about I don't know about you. You got any AFC South thoughts, Joe?
2: I mean, I think you two hit on the two surprise teams. And I think if anything, this could be. Uh, a direct thing where you can point to coaching matters, right? Like these are two first year head coaches, first time head coaches taking over. I think we all probably felt the same way about both teams coming into the year. Uh, And they've, I wouldn't say they've turned them around. I don't say they're necessarily knocking on the door of playoff contention, but they're playing hard and they're playing smart. Uh, I think Steichen uh, deserved a head coach job years before this. Uh, Same with D'Amico Ryans. It's, it's fun seeing it. Uh, I do think the the Jags uh, have, yeah, they beat the Falcons. I think there's some regression there. Their defense still isn't very good. That first game, everybody's jocking up the Trevor Lawrence Calvin Ridley connection. Oh man, these guys are. This is the new Stephon Diggs Josh Allen, and that's fallen by the wayside. The running game's been decent. I mean, you know, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, I guess if I had to say one hot take, that would be that. I think the Jags are due for some regression. I don't think. They've done anything up until this point uh, that they could set their hat on and say, yeah, we're pretty proud of that. You beat a Falcons team that I I think is getting um, overplayed, and I don't think they're going to be very good. Desmond Ritter's awful. Sure, Bajon's awesome. I think he could be the funnest running back of all time, but nobody gives a shit if you have the best running back. They'll just stack the box with eight and force you to pass it, which Desmond Ritter can't, so – I don't know how he jumped from the uh AFC South to the NFC. <laughs> but the no, Falcons I'm,
1: have been uh, disappointing to me. I was I was pretty high on them, and the pieces there are not being used properly. And Desmond Ritter is just Desmond Ritter is just not 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 the sorry, my speech impediment. There has a hard time saying Desmond Ritter. Uh Desmond Ritter is not not the guy. And it's it's no. it sucks seeing, I mean, Kyle Pitts. One of these days, he's going to get traded for beans and he's going to go crazy. And I mean,
0: no, wait, okay, nothing. let's okay. I I do want to just get on this. It's time to give up on Cal Pitts. Whoa, let's, let's, oh, let's, Whoa. Just, let's just chill out here. He's I don't had think several so. different offensive coordinators, he has had several different chances to make a difference with better quarterbacks than Desmond Ritter. And he has never really done anything. Let's, let's calm down. He might be an average tight end at best. He's not Matt Ryan. He had a thousand
2: yards that first season. And since then he's had Mariota and Ritter. I don't think we, I don't think he's had, he had Matt Ryan in the twilight years uh, and that was the year he put up a thousand. I think you give him competent quarterback play instead of having block Uh, like Johnny Smith has just as many catches and uh, yards than he does. And I, I think but i mean and uh, okay this goes we could go back to the same hole you get, can't draft tight ends early oj howard was supposed to be the athlete we've all been down that path kyle Pitts, he i mean he looks like an animal when you watch him he's open all the time they just can't get the ball to him
0: yeah interesting i i would like to see taylor heineke i think he's an interesting player at quarterback i think he'd be he brings bring something interesting to the table in atlanta as well uh was that kind of so? Before I let you go, Joe, because I know yeah. you you have places to be. Any grand thoughts on the NFL?
2: Uh, two. I'll give you a couple rapid fire ones. Uh, I beat. I think the Bears beat the Commanders this week. Uh, okay. it's time to get out to Schneid. They showed something last week. Was it enough? I don't know. I think the Commanders are full of shit. Sam, again, whatever. And I I, I don't sure. think that. I think they're pretenders. I think they're the worst team in the uh, that division uh the what uh, what was the other one uh raven steelers uh i love i'm here for the steelers sucking man i'm here for it all day i want them to be truly awful uh i hope they're the worst team in the league Bengals suck uh what's going on there we can open up that for a minute what the hell is going on with the Bengals?
0: well joe burrow can't move they have a bad offensive line and those two things together don't really allow you to run a functioning NFL offense. Uh, They should have. It's very in a tough spot because really what they should do is shut down Joe Burrow for like four weeks. Absolutely. But, But if they do that, then Joe Burrow has to basically come back and win all his games, which here's my hot take. If there's any player that could come back and win all his games and make the playoffs like that, it's Joe Burrow. Like, he's kind of shown that's in his DNA. I don't think it's a terrible idea to just say, all right, we're putting you on IR for four weeks. And, like, coming back and saying, like, okay, the season really doesn't start until Thanksgiving, and let's go win our last nine games in a row. And see if we can squeak into the playoffs at nine and seven or ten and or nine and eight or ten and seven or, or whatever you want to be at. I don't think the AFC is as strong as we projected it to be this off season. I I don't I don't you know I think the Bills are kind of what we thought we they were, but the AFC West probably isn't getting two playoff teams. The AFC North is probably only getting the Ravens right now so there's a a spot there like the Jets probably not a playoff team maybe the Dolphins who knows but my hot take is that they should just shut down Joe Burrow and then if he comes back healthy he they literally will win all their games because he is that like much of a killer like he like that's in his DNA and uh it's kind of weird I understand that you like can't do that because you have Nobody's like AJ McCarron backing him up, but like, yeah, I, I don't know. It feels like it feels like they should they should kind of take a larger look at, at, at what their situations. There, there's
2: the, the there's two lenses. One for the preser- preservation of your quarterback and the health of the overall team. You hundred percent Joe Burrow down. You shut him down one million percent because you're risking longer term injuries. However, if you do shut him down for four games. You're punting on the season. You're done. Trey T Higgins to the Panthers for everything they'll give you, and just call it on the air and rebuild and try to shoot again for next year. You 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 get you set him out for four. There's there's no possible way that the way that the offense is operating with Joe Burrow doesn't matter who you put back there as their backup. They're going to lose those games. Um, so you either punt and preserve your quarterback, or you just try to hope he gets healthier throughout the season and take what comes with it. But I think uh, I I just they started off slow every year under Zach Taylor. They develop it over time, but you see it every. day. They're deep route concepts with no time in a quarterback who can't move. So it just turns into the Joe Lombardi show, just bubble screens to T Higgins for four yards and hope that Joe Mix can break one off longer than seven. It's a boring offense. I think they're down. They're going down the drain. Um, Yeah. Other than that, I got all, uh, cause that's a good time for me to stop. So I'll jump off, but uh, I appreciate you having me on this, boys. It's always I fun. It's del- ball. It was
1: Absolutely. delightful to meet you, Joe. You are you are. Although although uh, life has may found us on opposite sides of significant divides, I find <laughs> you a comforting presence in, in 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 a turbulent NFL season. You know something about your voice that that makes me feel very relaxed, and I I think you should be doing like a true crime podcast, <laughs> like middle aged women like go to bed listening to.
2: I would love to talk to middle aged women as they go to bed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Highest compliment I can give. Yeah, exactly. Deli- I I I don't know. Eric's success at fishing these guys up from the from the subreddit is impressive. I mean he's got he's got a good good method going. Like he's I mean we found some quality guys.
0: All right, Joe. Thanks for coming on, man. We yeah, will I appreciate we'll, it. We'll
1: see you in your next appearance. Yeah,
2: appreciate thank you. you. Yeah, yeah, go Vikings, go Jets.
0: <laughs> All right, now he's gone. We're going to finish up the show with this, Brad. Okay. I know you're not prepared for it, but I so often come on this podcast and I just ask you a bunch of questions. Sure. You know, I'm kind of done with that. You are now in charge, Brad. I have watched a lot of NFL highlights this week. I fired up Game Pass, even. I watched a few condensed games. Like I've been watching a lot of football recently, Brad. I I started the year pretty slow football watching, I'm not gonna lie. But I'm kind of to the point where, like, okay, I'm ready to be like super obsessed again. And I'm watching a lot of football, Brad. So you gotta ask me some questions about football. I've got lots of questions. Let's uh, let's just I've got lots of questions. But this segment is called and and this is how we'll wrap up here, the last twenty or so minutes. What Eric thinks. Okay. Let's go.
1: Okay. Well, my 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 first question that I have. Okay, maybe this. I'll start you off a little vanilla. Okay, which New York team uh is in the worst position?
0: Well, it's the Giants, obviously.
1: Do you think? Do you think it's obvious?
0: Well, one of them has Aaron Rodgers coming back next year.
1: Uh, forty bazillion year old Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I I mean in like a franchise sense. You think it's I I think I probably lean agreement, but I've I've seen a lot of people talking about this kind of thing. I was just I was just curious to pick your mind on it.
0: Yeah, I think the Giants are in a worse spot. I think they've had a coaching regression, uh, which is kind of weird. I don't think Brian Dayball is as good as we thought he was potentially, and I, I I think that not having an offensive line is is part of it, but also Daniel Jones is just kind of regressed back to what Daniel Jones was before last year and they're not even really trusting Daniel Jones with that much going on in the offense it doesn't help that they don't have Saquon Barkley either but they're just a very talent poor team and the defense has regressed massively I mean the the Wink Martindale defense has regressed massively and not done a very good job at all Kayvon Thibodeau has had a terrible year has not Progressed as a pass rusher at all. The pass rush doesn't exist to be completely honest with you. And we thought that it might be one of the best defensive lines in the, in the league, potentially. At least that's what I was told by Giants fans all off season. But like, giants have had a bad year. donnie's not going to like to hear it, and I haven't brought it up yet because he just when when he gets attacked, he 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 reverts to throwing insults. But, you know, they're in the same spot the Broncos are in. Let's just be honest. They're one in three. Broncos are one and three. Giants aren't making the playoffs. Giants don't really have a quarterback. Neither do the Broncos. I think things will get very ugly in New York this this year for the Giants because you know they have Jalen. Hyatt. they don't even play him. I mean, it's 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 kind of kind of a strange deal. And you know, Deontay Banks has been a, a pretty terrible corner early on in his NFL career. So I uh, I think that. The Giants are headed for more mediocrity. I don't see how they win more than six games. That's kind of where I see the Giants going. The Jets Do they have
1: a first half touchdown yet. <laughs> no,
0: the Jets. I'm going to reserve judgment because if Zach Wilson can put together two positive performances and light up and beat the Broncos, which I think he can, there is like a wild shot that the Giants that the Jets are 500 and. Two weeks, and if a Gi- and if the Jets are three and three in two weeks, the defense is good enough, and they're well coached enough, and they have enough on offense that they could be sneaky like nine and eight or ten and seven. So I, I feel like the Giants are in a much worse spot.
1: Okay. Next question: Can the Rams conceivably make the playoffs?
0: I think they should be expected to make the playoffs.
1: Expected. Okay. That's I mean, interesting.
0: I I don't know. The offense looks really good, and they're about to get the best wide receiver in football back, at least in their system. Like, they're about to add Cooper Cup into the mix here this week. How do you feel about what you've seen from the defense, though? Defense is average at best, but they do have some players. People are talking about the Rams' defense like they don't have anyone outside of – aaron donald let me pull let me just pull this up really quick because i was looking at this the other day because there were some guys that when i was watching that game on game pass just kept popping up to me
1: like like, i mean if you if you were if you were like to pick between like the seahawks or the rams to make it at this point would you lean the rams over the seahawks i think both will make it you think i think
0: the nfc is is very weak
1: yeah, the I think the Saints being bad kind of creates a bit of a uh, power vacuum.
0: Oh yeah, no, they are not going to be too. Uh, and yeah, I, I'm with Joe. The Falcons are not, not it. Okay. No,
1: not with Ritter. Not with no. Ritter. The, that it, Tannehill it, trade. It, make that Tannehill trade happen, and we could have. Okay, okay, That's let's not, ch- let's now.
0: chill out there, dude.
1: It's not going to uh-huh. happen now.
0: No, 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 no. Let's chill out there. Ryan Tannehill is wash. Ryan Tannehill should be benched with him the next two weeks.
1: Do you not think, though, that Ryan Tannehill would make that a more functional offense?
0: No, because
1: Ryan than... Tannehill's bad now. He can't move and he doesn't have an arm. Okay, but look at the mistakes that Redder has been making. Like, do you not? Do you not feel like like Ryan Tannehill would provide some? Okay, some, so some you're just going to have a, a
0: check down offense? No, that's fine R- if you have. No, I, their, their Ryan Lepes Tannehill and all. Desmond Ritter are equivalent right now. No, okay. Ernest Jones, by the way, is having a killer season for the Rams defense, and Jordan Fuller, two names to know besides Aaron Donald.
1: Okay, so who's the who's the expected playoff make that the Rams are taking the spot of? Would you say?
0: the expected playoff make that the Rams are taking the spot of.
1: Yeah. Because Um, obviously they were not really picked to do so. Yes. Like the Seahawks and the Niners really get all the love in that division, right? So
0: Yeah. Um, I think – I don't think anyone, though, to be honest with you, because it's plausible that – my playoff teams in the NFC right now would be this. Rams, Niners, Seahawks, Bucks, because I think sneaky they could win the division, Lions, and then Cowboys-Eagles.
1: Okay. You know what? Yeah, no, I think I agree with that.
0: Like, doesn't that seem pretty plausible? Like, I... Listen, I like the Commanders. I thought Sam Howell played pretty good last week, but I don't think they're. I trust Sean McVay more than I trust Ron Rivera, and I think the the offense looks so good. Kyron Williams is a hell of a running back, a very, very sure. good, a very, very good running back. And Matthew Stafford depends on the hip thing, but I think he plays. He he. I didn't see the play fall off. What after even after he picked up that bump. And I think he's playing really well. And yes, he has had some bad games. He has five interceptions this year. He has tried to throw the game away many times, but that is just part of the Matthew Stafford experience. And I think I think the Rams are really good. I I, I think that they are going to be a team that will be in the mix.
1: Okay. You know what? I, I I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Okay. 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 Here's my next question for you. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a nice who on the broncos besides russell wilson have you been most pleasantly surprised by that you think deserves a little more attention hmm. i'm tossing you a little a little a little olive branch you know a little, a little a little a little glass of milk in which to dip your cookie
0: uh i don't know dude that's a hard question like jonathan cooper he's had a nice season like he's been okay, uh, offensively. Like it's nice to see Cortland Sun back and part of the offense, but he's not putting up crazy numbers. He's he's just more, he's just more of playing like a wide receiver too, which he kind of was. Uh, nothing crazy. I mean, the Broncos don't have a lot of good players on the team, but they're gonna they're gonna ship off a ton of players and get a lot of like between 4th and 6th round picks back. Pat Sertan, I am dead serious about them trading him because he is the best chance they have to get 1st round picks. Maybe Justin Simmons, but he's an older safety. Justin Simmons, you're probably going to get a 2nd. And that would be a a pretty good haul. But Sertan is your best shot to get a 1st and maybe multiple firsts just because of the positional value.
1: Sure, sure. Okay. Okay. Now this one's a bit of a hot take reactionary one. Okay. And I guess there's an easy answer to this. So maybe I would challenge you to come up with two Uh, and obviously way too soon to be making statements like this, which uh, uh, pick of the 2023 NFL draft is looking the dumbest right now. Like just who, who is uh, there's an, there's an obvious answer, but I'm wondering if you can come up with two. Um, I honestly don't know. I haven't been
0: tracking that super closely. See, because for
1: me, it's you. like Tyree Wilson is is absolutely just been horrific, and you have Jalen Carter like going, I mean, world beaters right now. So I feel like that's just a an gotcha. obvious. One.
0: Yeah, I don't even Tyree Wilson, right? The Texas Tech guy. Who, yeah. Who who do you even get drafted by?
1: The Raiders. <laughs> oh. They took him. They took him over Jalen Carter.
0: Yeah, that that's probably stupid. I mean, doesn't surprise me. Beraters are a bad organization. Fair, we covered every AFC West team. Beraters aren't worth talking about.
1: No, no, they are not. <laughs> okay, all right. What's your pet team this year? That's not one of your usual ones.
0: Pet team.
1: Pet team, like your your you your guys, and it can't be like 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 an obvious one. You gotta you gotta you gotta be a little bit of a sicko about it. Pet team. You say I'm not prepared. We don't have answers to my questions right off the bat. I mean, I feel like yeah, i need yeah, more preparation yeah, yeah. than
0: you. Pet team. Hmm. Well, I, I would say very candidates right now. Uh, I don't know if they can be considered a pet team, but man, I do just fucking love the Buffalo Bills. Uh, they are just so much fun to watch. I think they are the best team in football. I think they are better than the San Francisco 49ers. Simply be because their quarterback is better. And I believe their defense is playing at an equivalent level. Shout out Mason. I think he's going to hear this and absolutely love it. Because I think he knows it's true as well. If I had to make a power rankings today. The Buffalo Bills would be the number one team. The Niners really haven't played anyone. And the Bills have played some pretty formidable opponents. And fare pretty well. Aside from one weird week one game. I would say other pet teams... You know, I haven't, I want to save a Ravens, but like I haven't. And Lamar made some crazy. Uh, every time I watch Lamar, it's like, man, I love Lamar. Uh, but they haven't done anything crazy offensively yet. It's still kind of coming together. So I'm not really sure. I would say the Colts for sure. They're they're in the mix. I just, I kind of love watching Anthony Richardson. Uh, just his mechanics are weird and funky and it still works for some reason. Sneaky because I have Mike Evans in fantasy, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I, I yeah. kind of like, I kind of like this arc where like Baker Mayfield's back to fun Baker Mayfield. Do you think have... it's
1: for real? Like, do you think this is like what he'll be all year? Uh, he I is, believe, he,
0: I he usually to... has like weird stretches. Give me like.
1: He didn't have a stretch like this last year though. He had one game against. Yeah. Get,
0: give playoffs. me like, give me like three more weeks and I think I'll know. I'll be interested to see how he looks coming after uh, coming off of a bye. But then I, I would say the two true pet teams are the Lions and the Seahawks. sure, Both of which I believe, okay, you're going to love this. Where do we put Jared Goff as far as NFL quarterbacks right now? Because I think if you really fucking forced me to put together a list he'd be damn near top five for me right now. He's he's getting there with his like, consistency. He, he has played insanely good football this year. Jared Goff has been unreal at the quarterback position through four weeks. Like, I don't think even his Rams tenure was this good. Like, he is insane, and he's getting Jamison Williams, uh, who who knows what he is. He's kind of an X factor, but if, if he's a deep threat, then I don't know. I think the lions are like potentially super bowl, uh, potentially a super bowl team. The defense is stacked. The offense works. They're built. Well, I think they're going to run away with that division. Cause I think it's kind of a bad division. Yeah. And like, Let's okay. Let's look at a schedule. Let's look at the Detroit Lions schedule. Let's see what the tests are this month, because I, I'm interested. I will admit they haven't played many tests, and when, like they lost to the Seahawks, that was that was a tough one.
1: That was tough. Yeah. the
0: the The next month for the Lions looks like the Panthers, the Buccaneers, the Ravens, and the Raiders. I guess the test fair is that Ravens game. I think they can. Uh, and the Buccaneers have a good defense. Sneaky Lions, Buccaneers, that's a sicko game that I will that's be... That's
1: kind of a sick game, yeah. That,
0: that I will be watching very closely. I think they can pretty easily go 3-1 and one through that stretch, right? So after that, man, their schedule is just kind of ridiculously easy. Let me just read you the line schedule, Brad. Panthers, Buccaneers, Ravens, Raiders, Chargers, Bears, Packers, Saints, Bears... Broncos, Vikings, Cowboys, Vikings. Okay, okay, I'm going to say something crazy. They're pretty much a lot to be a 12-plus win team, right?
1: I think so, yeah.
0: Like, that's a ridiculously easy schedule. You're
1: going to beat up on them.
0: And they are going to beat down some of these teams. And they might get knocked out in the divisional round.
1: That would still like, be a win for them organizationally, though. But like they're gonna be a top
0: three seed in the NFC. Like, I'm pretty I'm pretty confident in that. If everyone stays healthy, they're gonna be a top three seed. Like they're because like the Eagles schedule is insanely hard, as is the Cowboys, like. The NFC East is going to beat up
1: on those guys. Are they like Do you think they could be the one seed? Yeah, like yeah. conceivably, yeah, right? Like probably not over the like the Niners, but
0: You never know, this Here, let's just predict it wins and losses right now. Panthers win, Buccaneers win. Ravens win. You need to be tracking this for me, okay? Okay, Ravens win-win. Ravens loss. Raiders win. Chargers win. Bears win. Packers win. Saints win. Bears win. Broncos win. Vikings loss. Cowboys win. Vikings win.
1: That has them at, what, 13, 14 wins? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so even if two of those go wrong and you're still 11 12 win team, you're you're winning the division at least. Like I
0: don't I don't think it's crazy to say they could be the one seed. No, I don't I think, think so. I was
1: high on them, but I it it's looked better than I thought it would.
0: I mean, they've got a I was worried about the secondary, and the secondary looks
1: it's been holding up, yeah.
0: Legitimately good.
1: Much better, much improved.
0: Yeah, like I I don't know. Are they are they a Pat Sertan team? Like are they are they a team that's just like, yeah, sure, why don't why don't we try to win now?
1: I don't think so. I don't think they're gonna risk like blowing up the momentum of what they've slowly been building with like a big trade, you know. Like I it, it it's giving a little Jamal Adams to me. And I, I don't think that's that's uh, always a move that you want to make. Yeah, but it, maybe I don't think the fans would be upset if they pulled something like that off, right?
0: Maybe. Yeah, and then the other pet team is obviously the Seahawks because Gino's been playing good, but hopefully he's not hurt too bad. But uh, even Drew Locke looked good when he came in and played. So who knows? Two more questions.
1: Two more questions. Okay. Uh, all right. I, I had a question. It is it has escaped me. So I'm going to come up with a question on the spot. Okay, because I'm professional. Is is our is our boy Bill Belichick keeping his keeping his job?
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, that one's tough. What do you think?
1: Hey, this is, this is, this is, uh, what was the segment called? What does Eric think? What does Eric think? So it's not really called what does Brad think, you know? You know what I'm Mm.
0: saying? I think, yeah. I think Robert, I think if it gets ugly enough, December, if he kind of hangs in there, I think unless they win eight games, he's gonna get fired. Like I think Robert Kraft has put enough breadcrumbs out there that he doesn't want to sit here because I don't know if you listened to around the NFL yet today or not, but they, they did the they had Tom Kern on. Very yeah, interesting very interesting points made by him. If Belichick goes to him and says well, I need another quarterback. He'll be like, whoa, 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 wait, why hasn't Mac Jones worked? Well, he doesn't have a good offensive line. Okay, Bill, why is that? Because you drafted Cole Strange in the first round, and because you 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 can't draft offensive players.
1: Yeah, it's and, Bill. Bill is setting himself up for failure.
0: And like, and then he'll be like, well, I don't know. And then Robert Kraft's gonna ask, okay, what? Why isn't he throwing? Sh- sh- shouldn't we have some good skill position players? And Bill Belichick will be like no, we don't really have any good skill position players. And he's like, well, why is that, Bill? And he's like, well, because I refused to draft skill position players <laughs> yeah. before, like, the fifth round. So, like...
1: And when he does, he drafts Nikhil Harry.
0: Like, <laughs> like, like he's going to find out pretty quickly that, like, he's kind of the, the cause of his own demise. Like, and even the defense, the defense is fine, but, like, Matthew Judon isn't elite. Like, and he's your best defensive player. He's a pretty good player, but he's not like And now Christian Gonzalez is hurt. And, like, you're bringing in JC Jackson, which, like, I bet that goes poorly. Like, I don't know, Brad. I I think the Patriots are just screwed in, in like, a lot of ways. I think either way this goes, they're going to be just in the darkness for a while until they hit on another generational quarterback. And even if they do, they're going to have Bill O'Brien as their offensive coordinator. Which, like, (laughs) like, I guess enjoy that. But uh, I could care less about the Patriots. They're one of the teams I have absolutely zero interest in.
1: Okay, that's fair. That's fair. All right. All right. Okay. I'm going to hit you with with one final question. All right. This is the last question of the segment uh, and the last question of the episode. And one of the questions and a series of questions uh, that I've been asking you, okay? Uh, are the Cardinals playing themselves out of Caleb Williams?
0: Potentially, because they,
1: they but... the results have not been there on the on the on the on the win sheet. So, do you think that all of a sudden, because they were kind of like a almost a foregone conclusion to it, do you think that they're just maybe too well coached?
0: Yeah, I think they are potentially too well coached. They smell like a five and eleven team, right?
1: I can see it, and that's not good enough. Or bad enough. I guess that's not bad enough.
0: <laughs> like, Josh Dobbs is, like, kind of sneaky okay. Like, he'll Loki probably... He's
1: locked up a great few years here as a backup, at least.
0: <laughs> like, he's going to be in the league for a long time. Like they're He competitive. has looked
1: better than a lot of established quarterbacks. They're
0: competitive every week, and James is playing good. Like, sure. they've got Marquise Brown on offense still, and the defense has been the strength of the team. And even though they have no one, so I don't know. I, I feel like they also traded away their first round pick though. So uh I don't I don't well no, they didn't trade around, but they have an extra first round pick. That that is one thing that plays in their favor is like if the Texans crumble, which they might not, but like they they're they're pretty well set up still. So I don't feel too bad for Cardinals fans. But at least you, you might have a coach. So so that's a good thing. All right, here we go. Rapid fire picks. Okay, Brad, I'm picking a few games. Uh, Jags, Bills, go.
1: Uh, Bills.
0: Yeah, I think Bills too. Uh, I think here's my take. Uh, I'm kind of out on the Jags, I'm kind of out on Trevor Lawrence. Like,
1: I'm not out on Trevor, but I'm out on the Jags as being a runaway division favorite. Like,
0: yeah, but the offense has been like pretty mediocre through.
1: It's not been his Four fault, weeks. though. Like, if you watch the games, I haven't felt like it's been because of him. I mean, there's been some killer drops. some weird This is going to be a stuff.
0: big test for him in his career because he's yeah. going to have to keep up in a shootout. Like, that's how this is going to have to go. And I will be actually be waking up at 7.30 to watch this whole game because it looks intriguing. Um, Lokiva's slate this week is kind of trash. Have you noticed that? There are not a lot yeah, of it's good. not
1: great. It's are not, not great.
0: a lot of good games this week. Rams Eagles.
1: In uh, Los Angeles, uh, you know what? Uh, it's still going to be the Eagles, but the Rams are going. It's going to be an interest. It's going to be a close game.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be close too. But I'd take the Eagles as well. Chiefs Vikings, Chiefs. I think it's going to be a shootout.
1: Sure, but the I, Chiefs are going
0: to win it. Mm, it's in Minnesota. I think I smell upset. I'm going to take the Vikings there. And finally, of course, Cowboys Niners. Okay, I, I, here's my last thing, because I actually did spend a lot of time watching Dak Prescott this week. Um, He looked great. Yeah, he looked really great through the first half, but he also made some really terrible plays in the second half. Did you see the sack he took? It, it was, was bad. It was very, very bad. And like there were some really questionable things there, too. I worry this is gonna be a classic, like 49ers, okay. But the, the second half Cowboys. of that game
1: did not exist, like it wasn't real.
0: Yeah, you know? I know, but like he gets so of, much
1: shit for being a garbage time quarterback, and then when he's batting garbage time, people are like, Yeah, but the first half when it mattered. That I mean, what is it? You know, I don't I know. Deck gets too much hate.
0: This is a big deck legacy game, to be honest with you, right. Like, everyone thinks that he's this guy that chokes constantly in primetime. Sure. If he chokes constantly in primetime this game, I think there's, like, legitimate Cowboys fans start to talk about, like, oh, it's time to move on. Like, Trey
1: Lance, baby. <laughs> like,
0: No, I don't think it'll be Trey Lance, but, like, like right away. But, like, maybe in the offseason, you don't, you know, re-up his contract or whatever. I don't know. All right, this has been fun. We did this for two hours good for good, us good episode. good episode good for us we we, we we covered a lot brad thanks for coming on man you of know course. it's all you know it's all just jokes with you abandoning us i know you have a you have a social life which is really pathetic honestly but you know you, you, you did it you, you came here enough said i hope why be amazing uncle uncle,
1: came, uncle uncle came back uncle uncle's back your hope- favorite nephew and he has brought you uh, gifts from far away.
0: I, I I hope YB and Mason really enjoy this podcast. I hope they do. I think I, I think they will. Until next time, we will see you around. Peace out.